Hello and welcome to the Common Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. My name is Aras. I am your host. Um, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you are a Comey and you listen to my episodes every week, um, welcome back. I appreciate you. I hope that for whether you're new or you've been here for a while, I hope that you do find value in these podcast episodes. I make them just for you. It's my contribution to this incredible industry that I have been fortunate to be a part of for over 21, almost 22 years. Uh, I started when I was very, very young, did not think I would be here as long as I have been, but here I am just as obsessed and just as passionate um, as I was day one. And it's a lot easier now, I will say that. So if you are a newbie, if you're a baby stylist, hang in there. Uh, Hard work and clear intentions, you will get there, I promise. So like I said, this podcast is a contribution from me. Um, It is a free resource for the industry, for those of you that choose to take advantage of it. I always say take what works and leave what doesn't. Um, This is my way of sharing everything that I have learned throughout my, you know, over two decades uh, to help save you years of learning lessons the hard way. That's kind of the whole premise of combed education with the podcast with the blog i also have the fundamentals course and lots of other things in the making my goal is to help inspire and empower this industry so i cover a lot of hair color hair color theory chemicals salon life hairdresser life business all of the topics all of the things that i've learned my goal is to share with you So today I'm going to share something that's from the fundamentals course um, or i should say a piece of a lesson in the fundamentals course and this is more uh, hair color related I guess and it's about your clients eyes and how the eyes are really not a secret it's not a secret but it is a secret because nobody knows about it but the eyes are a really good indicator for you if you know what you're looking for to predict how the hair is going to lift. I always say, if you pay close enough attention, the client's eyes, their skin, their hair, all give us clues as to how the hair is going to behave when we color it or when we lighten it. Um, and if you if you heard, I said, if you pay close enough attention. So A, you gotta know what you're looking for, but B, I think one of the things that plagues our industry is that so many of us are working on autopilot. Like your client comes in, you do a 30 second consultation, you don't even think, right? You mix up your formula, you do the way that you always do it. You put the foils the way you always put the foils. You do without thinking until shit goes sideways. Then is when I've noticed that Silas would be like, okay, let me retrace my steps. Where did I go wrong? So my motto is just stop and think before you mix any chemical, before you decide on your placement. Just give yourself a second to like be present and figure out what you're doing instead of this autopilot shit. Because When you're on autopilot, you're going to be more susceptible to make mistakes. Maybe you're going to be like, oh, shit, I would have known had I just stopped for a second. I would have known maybe I shouldn't have put the low light all the way through. Or maybe I should have used a different color. Maybe I should have formulated differently. Maybe I should have done this placement a little bit differently. But when you're on autopilot and your clients are coming in and out and you're like in your groove, 
sometimes shit can happen. And then after the fuck up is when we like retrace our steps. So one little piece of advice is before you mix any chemicals, just stop and think, okay, what am I doing? What's my strategy? What's my formula? Look at the big picture and figure out how to get there. Okay. Getting back to your client's eyes. So like I said, if you pay close enough attention, they will tell you, um, clues on how to predict lift. I have a whole module in, uh, the fundamentals and I have a whole lesson on uh melanin and eyes and the skin and all that stuff so if you're into like super in-depth education definitely check out the fundamentals you can go to combededucation.com slash fundamentals um but today I want to share one little tip that's going to help you determine how the hair is going to lift and let me preface it with this there are many 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 layers to this and a variety of things that we need to learn and learn to pay attention to to best predict what the hair is going to do. Guys, that's the whole premise of the fundamentals is putting all the pieces together with the hair, the chemicals, the laws of color, all of the pieces together to best predict what the hair is going to do so you're not left stranded, you're not having to pray to the color gods, you're not asking your coworkers, like all the pieces of the puzzle. But this is a tool that I'm, what I'm going to share is a tool that you can use, but it is not the only tool. Okay. Uh, like I said, it's very, very layered, but this is one tip for you. So it's in the eyes and then specifically, um, you're going to look for the limbal ring. So the limbal ring is the dark circle or the dark ring that is around someone's iris. So if they have blue eyes, Maybe they have a ring around their eyes, brown eyes, green eyes, whatever color eyes your client has. Some people have a ring. Some people don't. Um, so it's funny because there are some people who say that the darker and thicker that ring is, that the hair has more sulfur in it, which makes it more difficult to lighten. Other people say that the darker and thicker the ring is around the eyes, it indicates that that person has a higher concentration of melanin, whether you melanin or female, they just have a higher concentration of melanin, which is going to make it more difficult to lighten. Either way, here's what I know to be true from my own personal experience. I don't have the science to back this. I have no studies to prove this, but I have my firsthand experience, the experience of those who've paid attention, the people who've taken the fundamentals, either in-person workshop or online per workshop. Once they've learned this, they've paid attention and they've realized, oh yeah, holy shit, that's real. So looking at the limbal ring around their eyes, when it is darker and thicker, the hair will be more difficult to lift. And the undertone that is created in the hair of somebody who has a darker and thicker limbal ring, the undertone is brighter and louder. So when there is no limbal ring and there is no dark ring around the eyes, the hair is a lot easier to lighten and the lift is generally like more refined. It's not as bright. So somebody with a dark limbal ring, their orange is like orange right? Screaming orange. Somebody with no limbal ring, it's a little softer orange. Again, this is one indicator. Texture, porosity, melanin, natural hair level, all that plays, plays a big role too. But I'll tell you this much though. It doesn't matter what the color of the eyes are in regards to the limbal ring. Eye color is a whole other lesson. We can talk about that at a later date. Um, 
eye color will also help you indicate how the hair will lift as well. But what I'm saying is this, eyes that are blue or green or brown or gray or black, if the ring is dark and thick, the hair will be more difficult to lighten and the undertone will be brighter. With eyes that are blue, green, brown, gray, or whatever, if there's no limbo ring, the hair will be easier to lighten and the tone will be more refined. Why is this important? So like I said earlier, when you understand the whole story and see the big picture, from the hair to the texture, to the natural level, to the percentage of gray, to the eyes, to the eye color, to the melanin, to the limbal skin, all of that, right? It makes the predicting of what the hair is going to do a breeze. And like I said, I teach all about this in the fundamentals. I highly encourage you to take a look um, at the fundamentals. And, and I think obviously that this is something um, every single one of us needs, whether you're a baby stylist or you've been in the industry for a long time, there's value in this for you. Um, I think being able to see the whole story, the big picture and predict what the hair is going to do, it's vital to being a master colorist. And I hope that you value your career enough to invest in your education, whether it's the fundamentals or any other education um, that's going to make you a better stylist, a more successful stylist, I encourage you, do it. But here's the thing. Here's why it's so important. So when you look at the client's eyes and you see that the darker ring, right, they have the darker ring, you already know, you already know it's guaranteed that it's going to be more challenging to lift and it's going to lift warmer. So depending on the texture of the hair, though, you can shift your bleach and developer ratios to help get past that extra warmth, knowing, shit, she's going to be a little bit more of a bitch to lift. But here's the other thing too, when you're coloring, when you're coloring and you know that the client with the darker ring is going to have a screaming undertone, and if you're trying to neutralize it, this is when you're going to finesse your formula. So here's the thing. I see a lot of you guys, if the hair is like a level six or below, y'all are opting for double ash, double ash, double ash. You don't always need double ash just because the hair is dark. There are factors to determine when you would need that extra boost of ash that's in a double ash. It's not for every single client. So if you know that they have a darker limbal ring, you know that their undertone is going to be more um, warmer and brighter, especially if they have coarse hair. That's when you can finesse your formula and either use a double ash or add an enhancer, uh, maybe drop down your developer so you don't expose as much warmth and maybe bump up your color so that you get to that level that you want, but you're using the power of alkalinity instead of the power of the developer. So just knowing that the hair is going to lift more difficult and warmer, you can finesse your product, you can finesse your bleach, you can finesse your formula to help counteract some of that warmth. So the goal is to learn the whole story and how each piece plays an integral part in the outcome because only then is when you are going to be a master colorist. So definitely I would recommend enroll in the fundamentals, learn everything you need to know to formulate fearlessly and confidently. I hope that this was helpful and until next time, happy hair coloring.